0: Hey guys, today is another day to be grateful. You woke up to live your life. It's Cody Selbert, and this is the Build Your Alpha podcast. If you don't already, please follow our Instagram page at Build Your Alpha. Each week, I'm going to talk about different areas of personal well-being that I have found have really helped me begin to feel more comfortable and find more enjoyment in my own life. I hope that my experiences and tips that I've picked up along the way will help you achieve your own enjoyment and your own comfort. The idea here is to help you become the best version of yourself, and I mean of yourself and who you want to be, not anyone else's idea of you or their expectations, but your own passion and desire that you want for you. Each episode is going to be about 15 to 20 minutes, really just long enough to explain, but short enough to just really also keep your attention. The idea around each episode will mainly focus on three areas that I have found to be the main driving forces in my own personal development and well-being. My mental well-being, my financial well-being, and my physical well-being. For me, these were areas I wasn't always acknowledging were as important as I'm finding that they really are now. Experiences that I've had and finding the importance of each and how hopefully they help you take one thing away each week and help you look at your own life to reach the best version of who you can be. So this week's episode is a combination of conversations that I feel like I've recently been having a lot of over the past few weeks, as well as actually a book that I just finished. Um, and it's talking about how words are symbols. Um, And the idea came from the book I just finished by Mr. Deepak Chopra. Um, The book is called Metahuman. Uh, And it kind of happened chance that the book brought this up, that words are actually symbols that each of us have our own perspective on these symbols that we use to really just communicate, whether it's verbally, through the written form, or however that may be. And I feel like there's been a lot of conversation I've had with family, friends, and just other people about communicating with somebody else and how that may get wrapped up. Now, I want to bring this up. Because I know I've brought up perspective a lot over the past few weeks, and I feel like it's a, a constant word that I'm using each week on these episodes. So I wanted to take a second, take a second to just describe and define what it is. So based on Google Dictionary search, perspective it has two meanings: uh, the art of drawing solid objects on a two-dimensional surface. To give the right impression of their height, with depth, and position in relation to another when viewed from one point. Great drawing example. Awesome. This is the one, though, that I think is super important and I think we always need to keep in mind, regardless of what the situation may be is. A particular attitude toward or a way of regarding something, a point of view. That is the one that I think is especially important for this episode in understanding and trying to take in the idea that words have a different meaning to another person because it's our point of view. It's our perspective that... Gives the words. This form of communication. With somebody else. This dialogue. Our own meaning. Our own. Emotion behind. Each of these things. That they're just. Honestly a symbol. And I like Deepak Chopra. I couldn't have ever thought. Of that even though it makes. So much sense. Because with. The words that we use in our day-to-day life and the conversations that we have, we're doing them from our own point of view, from our own set of expressions and experiences and emotions. And nobody has the same perspective on every single thing as somebody else. It's that combination of these unique experiences that we've lived through that make them our own, that make them more important to one person and less important to another. And the reason we use certain words to describe a situation versus somebody else using those same types of words that may have a completely different meaning to them because of the symbols that we create with these words. Like we think that just explaining or describing something is going to have the same exact effect on somebody else that it had on us, but we may have lived it, we may have made the connection to another thing or idea or topic that makes perfect sense to us, but it doesn't always make sense to the other person, and that medium is our form of thought, so... Why don't we change the idea instead of words as just a form of communication to words being our symbols for our own understanding? Thinking about it in that light of these symbols create the picture of what we see and what we perceive in our perspective of situations topics life experiences and nobody else has that same picture here's a couple of examples i know like for me based on conversations and things like that that i've had like for me family dinners family holidays are huge uh it's like the big deal are close family from back home always gets together for these family dinners and it's a constant uh constant joke that it wouldn't be a Selbert family dinner if there wasn't something going off the fucking rails in in one way or another because of all of the different backgrounds and ideas and what people in my family like think is important and what holds more value that there's nine conversations going on amongst usually only seven people. How that happens, I don't know if that's a common thing, just my family or if everybody's family does it. But if something's not going off the rails, somebody's getting upset, usually it's my sister uh, because she's a very passionate individual about the things that she believes in and There's always that miscommunication going on across the table. And for me, 95% of the time, I enjoy just sitting back like it's a popcorn in a movie. uh, Eating my dinner, listening to what's going on. But it's always these ideas or situations or topics that come up that everybody's trying to explain their point of view or their ideas from this, that, shit, somebody ends up getting offended one way or another, (laughs) like plain and simple. And it's not for a lack of trying or anything like that. It's, I think just sometimes the ideas used have a different, emotional response and that symbol for one person is a different symbol for somebody else. It's the same way in my mind of how there's a variety of age ranges at this dinner table. Like my grandmother, my parents, and my uncle, and my aunt, and then my sister and I. You're looking at three different generations that are using probably the same words, but to each have a different meaning based on when they were growing up and where they are now in life to have those words have a different meaning. Like, think about it that way. Another example is in a romantic relationship, dating, people say that you love one another and that's great. But what does love mean to you? How do you express that? And how do you want that to be received for you to be felt like you're loved? Like I've read the five love languages multiple times and it kind of really nicely ties into this because it's taking the understanding of people receive and want to be loved in different ways, so the biggest example right there is the word love can have so many different symbols of how we receive and give it that the word I love you can have drastically different meanings to how the other person perceives it because the way you love versus that person doesn't always align. Like for, I know certain people in my family, when you say I love you, it means I'm going to show up. It means I'm going to talk to you and have your back no matter what, like regardless, family to family is family for us. And that doesn't change anything. And now taking that into a, like the romantic sense of, I know the way that I express When I care about somebody and love somebody that they know no matter what, I'm going to have their back regardless. And in that romantic sense, it's more times than not trying to do things and express that I care about them to make sure that they know that there is no question in their mind. And I grew up on that coming from my mother. It was always showing and continuing to have that reassurance for somebody to do that and there's all those different things so for me the most common way is that way and if you tell me to do something that's what I'm gonna do and vice versa it's that kind of situation there and with that expression of saying the word love other words and things like the slang that we Use And my own lingo, I think, is probably the easiest example for anybody that knows me. I have my own expressions that I use all the time. And it throws people for a loop 90% of the time. Um, one of the, f- probably the funniest ones uh, that I started using is... If I want to go get Chick-fil-A, I don't say Chick-fil-A. I say, let's go get some chick sauce. Because for me, if I'm going to Chick-fil-A, I'm getting the Chick-fil-A sauce. Nothing else. So, I changed Chick-fil-A to Chick sauce. And it took people a while because they're like, what in the world are you fucking talking about? And I'm like, Chick-fil-A, like chick sauce, Chick-fil-A sauce, chick sauce. But it created that different dynamic and perspective of, to me, I'm always going to Chick-fil-A for the Chick-fil-A sauce when I get a meal. Somebody else might go get whatever the other sauces they have are, I think there's Polynesian, whatever else, irrelevant. But there's that. Then there's... I don't know where or why I came up with this other expression of the dopest dope I've ever smoked. I don't smoke weed. That is an expression that I use with friends to be like, awesome. Like, that sounds great. Totally different words, totally different expressions, same meaning. That, it just sometimes takes a second to understand that. So... This is the question that I want to leave you with this week. Have you ever gotten into a disagreement or an argument with somebody? But after a little bit of time and talking through it, you actually realize you were both talking about the same thing? So what if we took the actions and the behaviors of the other people in our life and held them to a higher standard? Because those are the things that we're able to view and have that visible outcome that can't be misinterpreted that is the outcome rather than having such high value all the time on the words that people are using and the expressions for the people that we care about most and people that we interact with most to be like hey this is what you're doing this is it what if we viewed things that way and then realized how to bring the symbols that we use and the words that we use to piece all that together to help other people understand. So that is it for this week's episode. Uh, I really hope you guys enjoyed my take on Tipak Chopra's point of view from his book and the point that he made here uh, in his book Metahuman I uh, and really how I think it is very, very relatable uh, how We need to sometimes take that step back and just seek some more clarification at times before having that reaction or that expression on our end. Sometimes continuing to ask those questions and keeping that piece going can help each of us understand these symbols that the other person has and how they interpret them so we can interpret them our own way. I'm really looking forward to hearing your guys' thoughts, uh, your feelings, and your opinions on this week's episode. Please leave a comment. Follow our social media pages at Build Your Alpha. And I hope that you guys do join us next week. But until then, take every day as a blessing because the next is not guaranteed. So take that chance, be authentic, and always know that you are the only you.